Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Day 79 of the program today, rolling through week 11, a final stretch, final stretch, although not the final stretch. Most of us will be back or have to continue uh, our weight loss journeys. Um, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be setting you up for success. In fact, tomorrow we're going to talk about options for continued weight loss. Those of you obviously who've signed up for the January program, how's that going to work? Those of you who want to feel like you've learned a lot and you want to go to on your own, we do have options for you. So we're going to cover those tomorrow. This week is all about personalizing the plan, digging deeper, leveling up, maximizing your efforts, doing all the things. Today in the group, we have a post called maximizing your personal plan. Uh, things like being mindful of how certain foods break down your body. We've talked about this in regards to protein and fat. Protein and fat feed into your satiety hormones. They make you feel more satisfied on less food. Uh, we're also talking the post how long it takes for certain foods to digest. For example, fruits, 20 minutes to 20 minutes to 30 minutes, um, you know, nuts and seeds can take 90 minutes. Um, there's there, Foods take different amounts of time to break down in your body. So someone in the group asked about the difference between easily digested. Um, do you want something to be easily digested? Um, I think there's a difference between like how easy something can break down in your body and how long it takes for your system to break down your food. Some people have, um, some people do really well on red meat, which takes a long time for your body to break down. Uh, and other people, and then have a hard time breaking down vegetables and then other people the other way around. So I don't know whether it's easier to digest or quicker for your body to get the nutrients from, but something to think about when you are putting your meals together. So for example, someone will say to me, I want a quick snack. So I had nuts and I, I, and I say, well, what do you mean by a quick snack? Like quick, easy, convenient snack, or like you really needed the energy quickly. So this happens more in the summertime, but if I'm kind of er overexerting myself and I'm feeling my energy draining and I feel like I need a quick pick me up, I'm going to go for something like fruit, which breaks down in 20 to 30 minutes. It's going to replenish my glycogen stores, or it's going to give me that kind of quicker hit of energy as opposed to nuts, which are going to take a lot longer to digest, although they do feed into your satiety hormones and will make me feel more satisfied. So that's the difference there between having nuts for a snack and having some fruit for a snack. What exactly are you looking for? Are you looking for like an energy pick-me-up, you're feeling like your energy is draining and you need something to, you know, replenish your glycogen stores, then fruit would be the way to go. Obviously not nuts because they are higher in protein and fat. And although they do have carbs in them, lower in carbs. And this isn't meant to overcomplicate things for sure. Some people just like to go down the rabbit hole of information and some people are more the Coles notes. Uh, another thing that you guys are asking about the tweak this week is um, being concerned about not getting your vegetables in if you're no longer having a vegetable snack in the afternoon or, you know, whatnot. Um, don't worry about that. Honestly, this is where you... Um, 
you need to understand that with eating five, six, some people eight times a day with bonus snacks, you're eating way more food than what you need. And we're just making sure we're covering the basis. The whole purpose of that afternoon snack, that veggie snack after your larger meal is that vegetables can be hard, especially raw vegetables can be harder to digest. So they help your body kind of, you know, process the food that you ate previously. So they make your body work harder to digest that, which then helps your body process and digest the food that you ate previously. So again, back to the food plan is a rhyme and a reason to um, what we were asking and what you were doing and what you're following. And then of course, each week there has been a rhyme and a reason, um, not only to address the body's physical needs, but to help you learn about how your food choices are affecting you. So this week is all about doing all of the things except being in tune more to hunger levels. So not forcing yourself to eat if you're not hungry, but then mindful of not going too long without eating as well. It gives you a lot more flexibility in terms of your food choices. So just be mindful not to fall into what you like and what you love. A lot of you off the heels of our revamp last week where we were focusing on the protein and fat are asking if you can add oatmeal back in. Absolutely you can. Um, don't add it in because you love it. You, you want to add it in because you're max maximizing your efforts. So if you are going to have that oatmeal, make sure you make it nutrient rich, add some nuts, add some seeds to it, bump up that protein uh, content of it, right? So uh, continue to ask all the questions that you need. Join Kim and I. We're going to talk about the tweak this week. Uh, it's an important one. You want to make sure you really understand what you're doing with this tweak this week because it's also going to lead into what you're going to do in between groups, um, what some of you are going to do if you're going to continue on your own. And it's also going to be super helpful in maintenance as well. All right, let's get into your questions today and uh, see where you guys are at and how you are feeling um, good morning. Was skipping my afternoon snacks, but finding I'm hungrier after supper. So adding them back in. Yeah. Or switching them up. So the reason why, so we, the first afternoon snack was those raw veggies, which are harder to digest. They're great for building up digestive enzymes. Um, great for after having a larger meal, obviously. And then that second afternoon snack was the nuts and seeds. Those are great because again, hard to digest, makes your body work really hard at a time where it's taking a dip in energy naturally at that time of day. This is where most people look for a caffeine pick me up or sugar hit or something like that. So you're adding them there. Plus they break down into more sustainable energy. So they make you more satisfied heading into dinner right? So it could be that perhaps um, rather than having the nuts, you have, you know, added in fruit, right? So, and you might want to have maybe some fruit with some nuts, right? And and then kind of, it's all about the combination that you're having. So you may not need both snacks. You might just need one snack, but yes, if you are finding that you're considerably hungry in the evening, especially after dinner, then you probably need to be mindful about eating more often or what you are eating during the day. Cause that's the fix for it. Not what can I have in the evening? Why am I feeling unsatisfied uh, after dinner when I've eaten all day long. So that that's more of the question. Um, also remember though, that it is normal. Let's not forget about the basics. It is normal to feel extra hungry heading into the evening and after dinner when your body's about to release fat. So heading into detox, right? And when that right before that scale is about to move, it's normal to feel extra hungry in the evening. So sometimes people associate with the switch or the change in their routine or their foods, food plan, um, when really it's just that you're, you're, you're about to drop weight, right? So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, another one is whenever you're making any changes, your body is going to notice the changes that you're making. That's why back on track is so great at helping us get back on track after indulging because our body is so used to that routine. And so when you 
deviate from that routine, your body is going to notice. So this is really about getting really extra in tune to that. Um, and a lot of times it's that mental part too. You think, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't have what I normally have. I didn't, I wasn't hungry at lunch, so I didn't have it. I wasn't hungry for my snack, so I didn't have it. And then that makes you think, oh my goodness, you know, have I had enough? So it's also playing with you a little bit mentally there. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Good morning. I'm starting where I left off three weeks ago. I had a total knee replacement. Hi, Kathy. Needed to check out until now. So I'm three weeks behind. I'm day 58, but I needed to listen to a live for inspiration. Well, hello. Hi. Um, I hope that your healing is going well. So, so many people working behind in the group. Remember that you have access to all the information in the group after it's done. We're also going to do a two-week um, carryover extension program. I don't know what you want to call it. It's not really an extension of the program. Uh, we're going to do a new group where you're going to be able to go for two weeks. We're going to call it um, Fall into Winter <laughs> or some fun name like that. Um, we're going to, um, normally what we do, not normally, but what we've been doing in between groups is that we uh, offer free groups for people who've signed up for the next group to bridge the gap in between groups. Um, but because with rolling into the holidays, uh, most of our team are, will be taking time off, much needed time off uh, during the holidays. We're, we're only available for the first two weeks leading up until Christmas. So we're going to do a two-week group where you, everybody, if you're interested, if you just want to be done the program and you're like, I don't need it, I'm I'm not going to be going live, I'm not going to be checking in, it's just going to be a place for you guys to ask any questions that you have um, just for those couple weeks over the holidays. Uh, so anyone who's in this current group will be able to join. Previously, you had to have purchased the January group in order to take part in the Bridging the Gap group. But, you know, we recognize that the holidays can be tricky and there are people falling behind in the group for so for this group and I'm not saying we're doing this moving forward but for this group we've decided to add sort of a two-week carryover group so for any of you who are following behind in the group you'll have an extra two weeks of access to our team uh, so you can ask all the questions that you need to make sure that you follow through uh, successfully so I love this this is why using the app can be really great it's so normal to have to take time off I know it can mess with your head and you want to be where everybody else is at but you know at the end of the day, um, you are perfect where you are. And, you know, it's just about you following through on the things that you need to do. And no one else really knows where you are, you know. Um, so let me see this comment. I saw someone who's frustrated. Where was that? Uh, where was that? I saw that someone is doing Noom. She looked great, lost weight, but she's eating one egg and one piece of toast at 11 a.m. and dinner around 6 to 7. That's it. I didn't say anything, but that's an unhealthy way to live. <laughs> well, to each his own, I guess. Um, it's one way to do it. Noom is based on calorie-restricted diets, eat less, exercise more. Um, and that works. It works. It absolutely works uh, for weight loss. But then how many times have we done that and then all gained it all back plus more every single time? So the problem is, is that when you force your body to burn fat because you are literally starving and depriving it, your body will burn the fat. And then it reinforces the fact that you need it and what reinforces your set point plus more every single time. And so that's, it's great. A lot of people are not interested in finally and forever weight loss. They're interested in a quick fix to get into that dress for that wedding, for that bikini, for that vacation. Um, you know, obviously, with throughout our conversations, you're hoping that you're realizing this is so much more than that. This is like, lose your weight and move on for the rest of your life, you know. 
That's the goal. Um, the world doesn't know about new about us yet. Um, you know, Noom has 50 million users a year. <laughs> we have like a hundred thousand. Um, but people will find the people will find out. People will find out. I really truly believe that people are ready for a different way. Quick fixes aren't quick when you've been following for, for 20 years, you know. Um, you'll see your friend and what you'll, this happens, this would happen so often when I work with personal clients. Well, my friend is doing this program they've already lost 20 pounds and I've only lost five. I'm like, just keep following, keep watching what your friend is doing. And you know, well, my friend has now lost 20, you know, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds. I've only lost 10. I've only lost 25. Just keep watching, keep watching. And sure enough, by the time the person finished the program, that friend had lost all their weight and then started to get it all back again. I'm like, that's what that is. And that's why I'm not knocking diets. I mean, they do totally teach you how to disconnect yourself, deprive yourself, ignore yourself, berate yourself, you know, <laughs> all these things. Ah, oh, they're really great for that. Um, but we're all about, you know, first of all, not only lose your weight in a healthy, sustainable way, but actually do it in a way that's going to make you healthier. That's so key physically and mentally. So, so, so key. Um, down a pound. Yay. Getting closer to Wonderland. I love that, Beverly. I love that. I'm trying to find that comment of someone who was frustrated. I bought the discounted maintenance program. I'm not ready for it yet. I'll be joining the next regular program. Can I be in both at the same time to get more perspective or would it make sense to just chill and do one at a time? Am I overthinking this? Not at all actually. So when I first started the maintenance program, I was like, it's just for people who have reached their goals because we really wanted to keep the conversation focused just on maintenance. But then what happens is people are in maintenance, they've been maintaining their weight and then they think they want to go back for more. So that happens. Um, people are in maintenance and then what happens is they end up gaining weight back for a variety of reasons. There's three main reasons why people gain weight back. Not putting time into solidifying the weight, um, situational change, which is a big one, um, which actually we're going to talk to uh, Christy and Patty today. And um, obviously mindfulness, which is hard not falling back into old habits. It happens. So this is a conversation we're constantly having in the maintenance group. So I really wanted it to originally be focused specifically on maintenance. And what I realize is all of that is part of maintenance. Um, and more so is that it's like I said this the other day, being in the maintenance group before you need the maintenance group, listening to the conversations, seeing what's happening is kind of like having the map to Disneyland. You're in your car, you're driving there and you're not there yet. But that's where you're going. And now you have a map that talks about where to park, where to eat, where to go. It just gives you kind of a map. And I think being in the maintenance group while trying to lose your weight um, is is not a bad thing. I think it can actually be really beneficial to be listening in. Maybe it won't be so, maybe you won't participate as much um, or participate as all at all. But you'll be able to hear the conversations and listen to the conversations that we're having in there, which I think are so insightful. Um, it's kind of knowing what's coming, what you're going to need to focus on, what people struggle with, what people are talking about, what people are dealing with when it comes to maintenance. There's a lot more to maintenance than I ever would have dreamed. Two years ago, people were begging me for a maintenance group. I'm like, no, I teach you everything that you need about maintenance. It's just be mindful, go live your life. And boy, was I wrong. There is so much to it. I mean, I've been maintaining my weight for over 30 years, right? It's just, this is, you know, I lost my weight, obviously doing my program uh, and been maintaining for over 30 years. And, the, you know, it's, it's, um, 
for people who've just lost their weight, it's different. And so I'm learning so much in the maintenance group from our members. Um, so I just think it's hugely beneficial, honestly, to be part of both. So, but you don't have to either. If you don't, if you function better, just focusing on where you are at and you want to hold off on maintenance, that's cool too. It's sitting there waiting for you when you're ready. You know, you can get in now and and never go in until you're ready. So it's really what you feel like you can go in and, and see how it goes. And you're once you're in, you're in, right? You're in there for life. So once you're in there, you're in there. So you can either choose to participate or, or not choose to participate. Um, really whatever feels best for you. I don't, don't, it's not a matter of like, um, don't, it's not a matter of, um, I found that comment, by the way, it's just a matter of what works for you and what motivates you. You know, you might be in it for a while and be like, Hey, you know what? I just need to focus on my weight loss journey or, Hey, this is, I'm finding this really, you know, inspiring and motivating could go either way. Okay. I found the comment. I'm super frustrated. Okay. I take all the vitamins. All right. I've, okay. So I have issue with, I take all the vitamins. So you should know what you're taking and why you're taking it. So like, I, I love that you're, maybe you're doing all of the things, but you might not need all of those things, right? Um, I've had the blood test. Okay. So blood, t I don't know what blood test you've had. There are so many different types of blood tests. So there, there are so many different blood type tests. And as we've heard from our, um, so many of our guests, like you can, you can be normal range on iron and that can be low for you. Your hormone panel can be fine and your hormones can be, come back and it could be way off. Your blood sugars, depending on the time of day that you're doing. So there could be more to that. I'm eating on plan, but my weight is just not moving. Okay. It's bouncing back and forth. Yes, my clothes are fitting better. Yes, I am trying as best as possible to manage my stress and get as much sleep as possible. Definitely more than usual, but I can't see any real losses. Okay. So let me break this down for you. You've told me nothing. You've you've told me absolutely nothing about you. I don't know um, if you have any health issues. I don't know if you're exercising. I don't know how much water you're drinking. I don't know. Um, like, so I'm super frustrated. Okay, so first of all, what are you frustrated at? Because your weight isn't moving because your body is changing. So four main reasons why your weight might be slower to move. We had that conversation with Dr. Paul, right? Have you watched that conversation uh, with Dr. Paul? Inflammation, digestive issues, um, um, what else? Uh, food sensitivities, hormones, right? There could be a variety of different things going on. And hormones just don't mean sex hormones types of things, right? So so what, have you watched that conversation with Dr. Paul? That's what I would lead with right? I've watched the conversation with Dr. Paul. I've checked with my doctor. I'm doing all that stuff. So that's, that's number one. Go back and rewatch that conversation. Um, have you lost any weight at all? You say it's bouncing back and forth. So what is, what does that mean? Bouncing back and forth? Did you already lose weight? Have you already lost 20 pounds and now you're frustrated because it hasn't, hasn't moved in the last couple weeks? Um, that could be because that's your, your body solidifying the weight that you've already lost. Um, I'm eating on plan. Okay. Are eating on plan. What does that mean? But my weight is just not moving. What's eating on plan mean? You know, are you being super in tune? Are you asking those four questions? Are you making sure to getting those leafy greens, make your food choices as nutrient rich, um, especially with, you know, personalizing the plan this week. Clothes are fitting better. I love that because that means that your body is changing. So that means that things, something is happening for you, which is great. I love that. So your weight is going to drop or your body's going to change. I'm trying as best as possible to manage my stress. Okay. So 
trying, what does that mean? Trying as best as possible. Like, what is your reality with your stress? Are you like, is this a stressful time for your business? Are you selling your house simultaneously and you're taking care of a parent? Like, what, what is your stress? Like, you do have to actually factor in your stress level and what is going on. Managing, like, trying as best as possible to manage my stress and get as much sleep as possible. So it's great that you are trying that, but if you are not able to manage that in a way that is going to help your body, even with trying your best, it might be the thing that is is holding you back. And it might be one of those situations, because I'm assuming that you're saying you're trying your best, you have limitations on what you can actually do. Because sometimes we, we can't manage all of our stress. It's just craziness, things happen beyond our control, and there's not much we can do there. So it just is what it is, as much as that sucks. In which, if your stressful situation is to the point that you just, there's nothing you can be, do about it, then you have to come to a point where you are doing so much already just by doing the things that you're doing just to toe the line. Like that in itself is really, really huge. Still frustrating, sure. You want to lose weight, but you have to factor in all these other things, right? Your, if your stress in your sleep is, you know, definitely more than usual, right? So, so, and also for how long, right? Like there's, I have so many questions here. And so what I get at this point is people, um, you know, being frustrated because they have a couple weeks left of the program. And so have you posted your 20 questions? That's what I want to know. So the other day I had someone reach out. I'm so frustrated. My weight isn't dropping. I go and I check and they haven't asked. It's the first time they've asked a question. It's kind of like a little too late, although it's not too late because you can absolutely rally. And especially if you signed up for the January program and there is still time. But where have you been? You know, this isn't working for me and whatever. Like, where have you been? Right. Like, I, I'm, I'm hoping that when I click on your name, I, I can what I'm going to go back and do as soon as this is done. And you guys have heard me do this before and I've done this and there's no there's no there's no history. Right. Um, and I hope that this is the case. So we're going to click on your name. And I'll go back and I'll take a look at all the other questions that you've asked. And maybe there's a, maybe there is a history there and I will look, I will personally go back and I will look and, um, see what's going on and follow your trail of questions and see if I can string some information together. But better than that, um, what I would suggest is that you take on the 20 questions and provide detailed answers. So the person the other day, and I, I love when people reach out for help and I, I'm not judging or knocking, but you know, we actually really care about people. Like we care, like I will lose sleep. Our team will like lose sleep over someone who's not doing well. They, 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 they honestly, they take it on and they're just like, what's happening and why didn't this person lose and what's going on? And they really want to help them. And, you know, meanwhile, they haven't helped themselves by asking all the questions that they need along the way. I'm not saying this is you who's asked this question. I'm just generalizing right now. So then, you know, the team tries to help. And then I go in there and I'm like, answer detailed questions to the 20 questions. And their one response was like, well, I don't need to answer that. And oh, this is that. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. Like, there's no fucking information. Like, come on, like, help us help you. We are here for you. We will go to the ends of the earth to help you figure this out. But at the end of the day, you got to give us more. If we don't know how tall you are, we don't know your health issues. We don't know how much water you're drinking. We don't know. We don't know anything about you. If you give us the information that we need, then it would be really helpful. And the reason why I say this, I'm going to be real honest, is that I used to help people all the time. I used to take them on. Uh, I used to bring people on the screen with me. 
in my earlier groups. People who would be like, my scale's not moving. I'm following the plan. I'm taking all the vitamins. I'm following the food plan. I'm doing the thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, wow. Let me talk to them. They're not. I've never met anyone who was doing all of the things. Um, they may have bought all the supplements, but they're not taking the supplements. They they want to exercise, but they're not exercising. They're drinking more water than they have before, but it's only a liter and not even close to enough. So it's just, and I'm not I'm not like again, I'm not judging anybody. I just want to be really real about about this conversation because we want to help you, and we will answer a million of your questions. There is no limit on the questions that you can ask, and so we really are here for you. So fill out the 20 questions, give us like 10 fucking pages of all your information and we will read it and dissect it and we will help give you the best answer possible. But that's what I would suggest. And I just find so many people aren't doing that. They're just like, I'm following the food, I'm frustrated, I'm following the food plan. And it's like, okay, well, we can't really help on that. So and I love that you brought that up. Thank you for thank you for bringing that up because it's it's not just you. You're and also I do before I go away. You're allowed to be frustrated because even if you are doing all the things right, and you may well be doing all the things, it can it's still fucking frustrating. <laughs> it's still frustrating. It's still frustrating at the end of the day. Um, I don't think I'll hit my goal weight unless I do something radical, tempting, but I w- want to and I won't. In reality, I don't care because I feel so much better. Um, feeling better in my clothes. Yeah. So it's really tempting to do something radical. I just, again, this is why it's such a great idea to go back and track your weight history, like list all the things you've done, list all the times you've lost the weight and then all the times you've gained it back and really take a look at those quick fixes. And 20 years later, tell me if they were quick fixes or not. It's really tempting to do something radical. You want to, Hey, if you want to go for a quick fix, go for it. But don't fucking blame me and my program at the end of the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't blame me at the end of the day for that. Um, I, I get that quick fixes are so tempting, but I, that's why you have to really dig into reality here. And all of those times you did those diets, they weren't quick fixes because they didn't fix anything. If anything, at the end of the day, they've just caused you to gain more weight, right? And make the situation worse. Last night I was dancing in front of my fridge. Willie wanted to grab something to eat. I closed the door three times and resisted until it flavored tea. I dropped a half pound this morning. I'm so glad I was able to move on from the craving. This, Susan, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Remember that it's not just the change in the food plan this week or that you're not eating enough. People will think that, oh, okay, well, I wasn't hungry at the time, so I didn't have my snack and now I'm extra hungry in the evening. So it must be because I didn't have my snack. So then you're trying to manage that. You're like, if I have the snack, then I'm not hungry in the evening, right? But remember, it is so normal to be extra hungry in the evening right before your scale drops. So if you can hold off on that, right? And then you'll see that scale move. So I love that. Perfect example. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm trying to keep positive, even though my weight's not moving as fast as I was like. This is my third time around. I've signed up again for January. First time I lost 17 Point eight, second time four, this time only four. So yes, I'm disappointed. Um, I'm tr- I'm reading off of two screens. So different seasons, right? Different seasons, different seasons. So there, Sarah. Yeah, a, a replying to Melissa. I'm feeling the same. It's very frustrating. Yeah, weight loss is fucking frustrating for so many reasons. So let yourself be frustrated, absolutely, but don't let it stop you from. Don't fester in your funk. That's the key. Don't fester in your funk, right? Life is frustrating at the end of the day. So don't let it stop you. So back to back to that comment about your weight uh, group over group. Different seasons, different times in your life, different stress levels, different routines, all of that. So this is where you really want to look at what do I need now with where I'm at, right? What do I need now with where I'm at? A lot of times what happens, people, when they do repetitive programs, they get stuck on what they did before, right? I drank this amount of water. I ate this for breakfast. I did that. I was really successful. But the reality is your body has changed. Your, your body, your body has changed. <laughs> Dave, you guys, <laughs> I'm going to do something radical, like buy myself a mankini. If I order it now, it'll arrive by March for a beach vacation. <laughs> yeah, Dave, I love that. Um, I'm all over the place today. I'm just showing up today, you guys. I'm here. It's been a rough couple of days, um, but I'm here today. Um, make sure you're not doing the same shit that you did last time to try to lose your weight this time. That's really important because you're different. Your body's different physically. Physically, you're different mentally. So that would be my advice for this week for you guys is to really tune into that, really dig into that. Double down on asking those four questions. Pull out that maximize. Give it all you got. Give it all you got. These last two weeks, take everything that you've learned and give it all you got, right? Rather than holding back and I'm frustrated and I'm nervous and I'm scared and I don't know, I don't have enough time, I didn't lose enough weight and all the feels that you got, this is what I mean by finish strong. Shelve all that shit, dig in every single day, set your intentions, end of day reflections, pull out those fucking journals, right? Like sit there, read over that maximizing your personal plan, pull out that maximizing list. And for the next two weeks, give it all you've got and then show up and ask all the questions that you need to be, make sure you're super clear on everything that you need to do. That is a whole vibe in itself. That is a whole vibe in itself. Honestly, um, the smallest thing that you're doing, bumping up that water a little bit more, digging into those portions a little bit more, managing that stress a little bit more, managing your stress, sleep a little bit more. For those of you who talk about managing your stress and managing your sleep, go back and listen to those conversations that we've had with our guest experts. There's some good tidbits and takeaways in there. Um, And at the end of the day, you're still here. Let's take a minute for that. You're still here. 11 weeks in, you haven't given up on yourself. You are still here. You are still here. Um, chiming in for a few minutes while welding, uh, just feeling super grateful for this community. Uh, yeah, especially the last couple of days, the love in this community and support is like next level. Honestly, this it's next level. Finally broke through a 32 day plateau. Not that I was counting. <laughs> 
Now I have 21 pounds gone. I'm so happy. Yes, you stuck around. You followed through. That scale's going to start moving again for you, you know, and then on to the next. I love that. That's what it takes. You got to work through the frustration. You got to work through the feels. You have to just keep going. Your body wants this. Your body wants this more than you do. It takes us very back to our very first Science Saturday post. You know, your body wants this. You want this. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, life does not make it easy, but keep going. Um, We're going to talk to Patty and Christy today. Christy, I believe, is down 80 pounds. Um, Been through the ringer this year. Um, Same thing with uh, Patty, down 143, Patty, I think. Um, uh, You know, hugely successful. Both women, hugely successful. Both super engaged in the group. I I can't wait to get caught back up with them or catch back up with them. Catch up with them. Catch up with them. Um, It has not been easy for them. It has not been easy for them. Health issues, um, you know, major life stuff going on, um, but still here and working towards their goals. So if you are kind of frustrated and going through your own challenges, definitely make sure that you tune into that conversation today uh, with Christy and Patty. It's going to be a good one. Um, It's going to be a fun one too, uh, no doubt. Is it normal to experience PMS-like symptoms prior to a weight and drop? Yes. Yes, it's pretty much the same thing. It's the same detox process um, that you're utilizing. So same, same. Normal to feel bloated um, and just kind of lick right before your weight drops. Normal to feel headachy right before your weight drops. Um, absolutely. Um, I imposed menopausal a couple of days before a three-pound drop. A new low. Yay. I felt exhausted. My thoughts were all over the place. And I just wanted to punch everyone in the face. Yeah, that sounds about right, Cheryl. <laughs> Yay. Weight loss. Yeah. Yeah. Very normal. Uh, hormones are balancing. Um, not balancing because it's, it's not really the thing to say. Hormones adjusting, um, doing hormones, doing what they do. Hormones doing what they do. That's a better way to say that. Hormones doing what they do. Uh, normal uh, to feel when detoxing just kind of run down, tired, lethargic, uh, bloated, gross. It's got to, the scale obviously needs to fall in line with that because you don't want to blow off any health issue that you have or whatever for detox. Um, but usually when the scale falls in line, that's that's exactly right. It's the same detox process that we're, we're kind of piggybacking, right? Um, I'll participate by dr- while drinking rum and eggnog. <laughs> hey, listen, trying to navigate your way through the holidays, any celebratory days is all part of the process too, right? Learning to not fall into old habits, coping mechanisms, being able to enjoy the eggnog and not get on yourself the next day. You know, like that, this is all part of like what, what? It's you're kind of taking the time to work through. It's more than just losing your weight. It's losing your weight in a healthy, sustainable way where you're calm around foods and you're enjoying foods and that negative space in your brain consumed with what you're eating and when and all of that is just gone, you know? So that's a big part of that. Um, Some of you are going to take a break and just enjoy the holidays in which your weight might be up at when you come back in January. It's not even a thing. It'll come right back down as soon as you get right back on program. Um, some of you are going to want to keep it together and that's your plan because I don't know, holidays come around every year and you're feeling great and you want to build the momentum. Some of you are going to pick and choose and decide, you know, I'm going to indulge here. I'm going to get back on track there. I'm going to whatever. Some of you are just going to kind of toe the line and some of you guys are going to be hardcore. That's totally cool. However you choose to do it is perfect. You're all going to be great. You're all going to be great, but we are going to have that group there for you just in case you need, just in case you need. Um, where is that time of the program to go through my closet or dresser? I think I need to ask Santa for a shopping spree. Yes, pull out those clothes. We talk about this at the end of every program. If you have clothes that you're waiting on wearing, 
Um, Jolene, I'm going to get to your question in a minute about smoking weed. If you have clothes in the back of your closet um, that you've been waiting to hit a certain number to wear, pull them out. Pull them out. Because of the living method, you are losing weight so differently. You're losing it in layers all over it, and you'll be really surprised. You lose you lose 20 pounds on this program. It's going to look like 40 pounds on another. Uh, someone asking about smoking weed and having the munchies. So... Um, yeah, so smoking weed um, is, is some people smoke weed and it stimulates their appetite, right? Which is why some people smoke it when they're going through uh, cancer and whatnot. It can be helpful. For other people, it messes with their, um, their uh, cannabinoid system and can actually decrease their hunger levels. So there, there can be issues with that. But, you know, if you're just kind of a casual smoker and you're having the munchies at night, usually what's happening is it's putting you in tune to your dehydration levels. You know, when your mouth gets dry and you are start craving sure carbs and sugar, usually it's because it's putting you in tune with your dehydration levels. So normally um, you drink a little extra water and that should really help. Uh, try sipping on tea or a flavored tea. Um, I know this because I used to smoke weed. I don't anymore. I haven't for a couple of years, but I did. Uh, I smoke weed every night, mind over matter. Uh, there, yeah, there, but there is that, there is that, there is a reaction that happens in the body uh, with that. So I would try like tea, um, flavored tea and whatnot, or just drink water and try to keep up with your, your hydration levels during the day. You'll find it makes a big, massive difference, big, massive difference, massive difference. Uh, I joined the maintenance group three groups ago and I've only been listening to the Wednesday podcast. I think I'm going to start listening to it a lot more, especially during the break between rounds. I think it'll be very insightful and extremely inspiring. Yeah, for sure. So I love our maintenance group. I want everyone to be in the maintenance group. I don't, don't get me wrong. I love you guys in the weight loss group, but the goal is the maintenance group and the conversations that happen over there. Honestly, it's like, they're my favorite. I love talking maintenance and that, that, maybe it's because that's where I want everyone to go. Like it blows my mind that everybody is not in the maintenance group, you know, because, well, a reality is, is a lot of people lose their weight and they feel confident in next steps. They like, you don't need the weight loss uh, the maintenance group in order to access the maintenance information. We give it all to you. We give you all the information that you need. <laughs> we really suck as a business model because we give you everything that you need to know about maintenance uh, to be successful in maintenance. And a lot of people are like, cool, thanks. I'm out. It's great. Um, but the maintenance group, the conversation that's happening over there, and it's also a carryover group for our community. I just love it. Um, oh, good. Melissa, um, I'm drinking between three and six liters a day, walking 5k. I'm taking supplements, no weight at all. None. I'll go back, but I do watch Dr. Paul. Okay, good. So, 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 so go through those 20 questions. There's got, so if your body is changing, I'm, I'm happy with that. If there was nothing going on, this is a follow-up from Melissa who talked about how she's frustrated, which again, you're allowed to be frustrated, but let's figure out why that's what this is. Let's figure out why. So a lot of times we look, I guess my point is a lot of times we look at the surface of stuff, the obvious things, right? When there really could be some underlying thing or combination of things that are really messing with you. So for example, um, you know, your stress levels are, are through the roof. Um, if your stress levels are through the roof and you're trying to, to manage them, maybe there's something like adding in L-theanine and a combination of MCT oil, right? So I don't know what supplements you're taking. So that would be really good to know what supplements you take all of them. Is it literally like, are you taking the B6? Are you taking the, the MCT? What are you taking there? Because you may not need all of them with your stress levels, omega-3, some L-theanine, um, you know, um, some MCT oil could go a long way for that, right? And that may be the combination that you need at the end of the day. 
Um, it could be your vitamin D levels um, and your magnesium. That's a combo that can really slow things down. But if your weight had, if you weight had dropped previously, so that's what I would want to know too. Where are you at? I'll go through and I'll string through the stuff. I'll try to see what where you're at with other questions. But if you could post those twenty questions, that would be really helpful. Um, so so if um, so yeah, so the supplements like so and how much have you lost? So did you lose weight previously? Are you just on a plateau right now? Have you lo- not lost any? Like what's going on with that, right? So just the more detailed information, the better. And I like I love that shit. Just so you know, I love when pe- people post. I think people sometimes feel like, oh, I don't know. Like this is why I'm always like, all, literally all of them, including uh, collagen. I'll ask the twenty questions, uh, post them, and we can go from there. Yeah, I love this. So I love doing this. I think sometimes people think that we don't, or I'm not really sure, or I don't know, because we want like, so you know what? Cause I say that because people will be like, Oh, I'm so, I apologize for this 10 page post. No, please do not. If you are going to take the time to make a 10 page post, we guaranteed we are here for it. We're here for it because it's just as much time trying to read between the lines and try to figure out what's going on to actually read it and know what's going on. So, so yeah, so please don't be afraid if you are frustrated or you want to maximize your efforts, you're looking for that extra insight, um, give us all the info you got. We're, we're happy to figure it out. A lot of times, sometimes it's not obvious to people, but I'm doing this a real long time. And if my team can't quite put their finger on it, they'll just, they'll, they'll, They'll flag it for me and I can come in and take a look and maybe give my 10 cents for whatever's going on. You know, sometimes too, and again, this is why we need to know the backstory because sometimes you can, you can be doing all the things and it's just time. Your body just needs time or your stress levels are so high or you're not getting the sleep or whatever you got going on that you're, think about what is your body dealing with right now? Like what is Trump, what is more important to your body right now than focusing on fat loss? So it could be repairing and rebuilding and making change. That's This is a good thing for everybody. When you are stalled in your weight, right? And, you know, um, for the most part, there's, there's no underlying issues like inflammation or health issues or stuff. But what is your body focused on right now? Is, do, are you, do you have a cold or flu? Um, are you taking antibiotics for something? Are you dealing with a health issue? What have you got going on? Um, so what, what is it that is causing your body to have to prioritize? What is your body prioritizing over focusing on fat loss? And that's why I'm, I'm okay with the body changing because at least that means your body's doing something changing, noticing your body changes, your body solidifying the weight that you are at, which is great. Um, but of course you want to see that scale move. Um... I've made it further than my previous programs. I haven't, I haven't been doing all the things, but I'm doing a lot of things. Yeah. Can we just take a minute for that too? In talking about doing all the things, just doing half of the things and some of the things is so huge. Can we just have a minute for that? That in itself is really huge. Um, if you've just been maintaining your weight at a time of year where you always gain it, that's huge. If you've lost any weight, been able to maintain it, I know you want to lose it, but if you were just maintaining it, that's huge. If you are only able to do a few of the things, that is so huge. And that's what I mean by if you're still here right now in week 11 listening to that, that is so huge. I haven't been doing all the things, but I'm doing a lot of the things. I say I'm doing this the slow way as I'm having bites of bits, though less than I used to. The non-scale victories are the best, sleeping and digesting and pooping better. I've only dropped four pounds so far. I thought I'd have to wait for a 10-pound drop on the scale to fit into an old pair of jeans, but I tried and they fit. That, this, this is what I mean. 
This is what I mean, because healthy weight loss hits different, right? So you lost four pounds. You thought you'd need to lose 10 pounds to fit into those jeans in your closet. You lost four, and now you're back in them. This. I have so much respect for what I don't want to see is people getting hard on themselves when they're doing the best that they possibly can. There's something to be said for that. Um, I What I take issue with is when people are really hard on themselves, putting a lot of pressure on themselves, and not... The, what they're doing is not aligning with what where they want to be. That that's 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 where you need that. Okay, you got to really take a look at what you're doing. I have so much mad respect for people who are just. I'm happy to be here. I'm doing what I can. My weight is dropping. My body is changing. Because uh, I'm a hardcore all or nothing person. I don't. I have no middle. I'm really working hard on the middle. I'm <laughs> desperately working hard on the middle. Okay, I'm not working that hard on the middle. I'm aware I have. I'm aware I have no middle. Tony's sitting beside me. Tony's my middleman. That's what I always say. Tony's my practical. I have Tony. Tony's my middleman. Um, but I'm an all or nothing, which as we learned from Dr. Beverly is not the best way. Um, so I would work with clients and I'm like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. And, you gotta, and then they would just be like, whoa, no. Can you just like slow your roll? I don't, I'm happy. I'm, I want to have pizza night. I want to have bites of bits. I want to enjoy my life along the way, you know, whatever. And not that you can't enjoy your life along the way while you're following the program and sticking with it. Um, but they just choose to not be so hardcore. And we have some people who follow to a T, do all the things. And, you know, people who struggle, they want to do the things, but life is getting them in the way. And some people who choose not to do all the things. And I love that. And that's what's so great about the program. It really accommodates everybody. That, you know, I... When we talk about personalizing the plan over the next couple of weeks, take that into account as well. Are you happy with the way that you're showing up for yourself? Is it working for you? If not, what can what changes can you make? What what would you like to be doing? But if you are really happy and you are enjoying it, like stop and take a minute and be like, I'm really proud of myself. I'm really happy with how I'm doing this. Maybe I'm not dropping 20 pounds every week, you know, but that's okay. I think personalizing the plan is goes far beyond how much water you need to drink. And you know, when you're hungry, when you're not hungry, it's like, it's what you need in order to continue to show up for yourself every day. And that's a little that's different for everybody. Some A type people need to do all the things and, you know, crush, 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 and other people need to take a slower approach. Um, I don't want to say slower approach, but uh, something that works better for them. So let's take a minute and think about that as we think about personalizing the plan. On that level, you know, on that level, uh, meeting yourself for your ad and really recognizing what you need, you know. Thank you, Gina, for saying again that your weight might be solidified. I heard it today and gave it me hope. It's hard to believe how well this program has helped me in all areas of my life. I feel so good and I'm learning to finally tune into my inner self. That's a lot of the work for, and that can be big work that can affect all the other stuff that you're doing. Like some people are working through some really big feels, um, especially not just with the program, but with this time of year. And that has maybe is your priority right now is working through those feels. And we talked about this with coping yesterday. Maybe you are falling back into some old habits, but that's all you have. That's the tools you have to cope right now. And as you go along, you're going to acquire new skills and tools to help you cope. And you're going to be more aware that falling back into old habits isn't doing what you think it's doing for you. But it takes time to get to that place. It takes time. 
Um, I will be behind on the next program. Um, so, so a couple things. So a couple things. Um, so I'm so scattered today. I'm focused on a million things. Those of you who are falling behind in the program, you have a couple options. So some of you are way behind in the program. So by the time you roll into the new January group, you're still not going to be done the current program. That's okay. So what you can do is take the program as far as you can go and then reset in January, like just restart the January program. That is still beneficial. Yes, maybe you didn't follow through on the last couple of weeks, but that's okay. So you're going to reset. Um, or what you can do is just take it all the way through, finish this program and start the January one late if you want. So you do have options there. You do have options there, which we're going to talk about tomorrow. Um, I don't think I'll hit my goal weight. And oh, yeah, that's I already read that. I, that's why I have two different screens going at a time. I have seen the pattern now. I get a low number. It jumps up the next day. So uh, November time to really enjoy it. No, so no time to really enjoy it. But then it goes way up like three pounds and then back right down. I know I haven't gained three pounds in a day. So I laugh now it'll be it will be down. Yeah. So this is so frustrating that it goes up. Some people, this is one of the frustrating things to do when you see the weight go down. And so first of all, if it goes down one day, and it goes back up the next day, make sure you're supporting the body in detox because chances are it's still dropping. Always assume after your weight drops the first time, it's going to continue to drop for like two, three to five days afterwards. And so a lot of times the body's retaining water until it, it, because it's still in the process of releasing that fat. So, um, but that's very frustrating where you have that drop and it goes back up and then stays there for a while and then it'll drop back down and then to a new low and then back up again. But understanding what weight loss looks like to you and your pattern is really key. That's why if it's not too late to start uh, keeping a journal. Personalize the plan. The app shows two snacks again. Should these be separated in the afternoon or is it okay to combine them if that's what I feel that I like? Yeah. So I love this. So in the app, it is back to, someone said, are we back to the original food plan? We're not back to the original food plan because you have flexibility in terms of what you are eating and when, but you are checking in. The difference with personalizing the plan is that you are checking in at each meal and snack time now. So you're going to check in at morning snack. You're going to check, sorry, morning snack, check in at breakfast. Am I hungry? Do I need to eat? Am I hungry and I need to eat? Um, could I eat? You know, should I eat? Maybe I know that I'm, I won't be able to eat till lunchtime. So maybe I should have some breakfast, right? Or I'm not hungry. I'm just going to skip it. Um, and then you're going to check in at, at snack time. Am I hungry and need to eat? Yes, I'm hungry and need to eat. Okay, what's the best choice for me? right? Um, I'm going to have some fruit. It's always a great idea to combine the fruit now with the protein and fat. So I'm going to have some uh, apple and some nut butter, easy peasy done. Um, or um, I'm, I'm not hungry for it. So I'm going to skip it. I had breakfast. I'm not hungry for my, sca- my fruit snack. So I'm going to skip it. Or I should eat something because I skipped breakfast. Uh, my lunch isn't till a little later. So if I don't eat something now, then I'm going to run the risk of go- long, going longer than three and a half, four hours. So that's kind of what you're doing. And then you're checking in at lunchtime. Am I hungry, right? Need to eat. Um, should I eat? 
you know, um, could I eat? Could I eat maybe is like, I don't know, I'm kind of, I'm not really sure. So maybe I'll have a few token bites. Yeah. Sometimes, and that comes into, sometimes you are been distracted and you think, oh, I'm not hungry. But you know, how many times do you think you're not hungry? Then you go and eat something and all of a sudden you mow it because you realize, oh my God, I was actually hungry. So that could eat is like, oh, I could, I could maybe eat something, have a little something, something and see. Sometimes after you start eating, you actually realize that you're hungry. Then your first afternoon snack, you're checking in then. Am I hungry? How am I feeling? I'm not hungry. I just had lunch. I'm going to skip it. Right. And then maybe you come, you check in again at your afternoon snack and you're like, okay, how am I feeling now? Actually, I'm still not hungry. Okay. I'm going to skip it. Well, what time's dinner? Oh, dinner's early enough that I'm not going to run the risk of going longer than three and a half, four hours. So I'm just going to skip it. I'm having an early dinner tonight. So I'm pushing on four hours, but you know, I'm not hungry. So I'm good. Um, or, you know, I had my, I just had my earlier snack, so I'm going to ha- make sure I have this snack because I'm not having dinner till li- later on. And then check in at dinner. Am I even hungry for it? I've eaten all... So, like some days you're going to have your breakfast, your snack, your lunch, and your snack, and your snack. And then you're not going to be hungry for dinner. And then other days you're going to skip breakfast and have a snack and then have lunch, maybe skip your two afternoon snacks, and then have dinner. So it could look different every day. It might look the same every day. It might... You might have your breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, snack, dinner, and that might work really well for you. But what you don't want to do is fall into the habit of that. You want it to be because you are actually hungry when you are eating. Remember your migrating motor complex is a system that kicks in in between meals and snacks for about 90 minutes. So it isn't really necessary to be eating often because by the time you are having that next snack, when you're following the basic food plan, your body probably hasn't even digested what you ate previously. Because going back to that post today, it takes time for your body to process and digest your foods until they break down into usable energy. So with the meal plan, where you we're usually hitting those meals and snacks before your body's even had time to completely finish processing the food it ate previously. Um, so this is where you want to give your body that time to start processing and digesting in between your meals and snacks. So that's where you really want to get in tune to that. So you are checking in at each one of those meal and snack times. So the so the so you'll notice in the app you have the option to skip all of those meals and snacks. Uh, at least it should be. I got a new phone and I have to log into my app. Um, that should be how it works. Hopefully that's how it works. If not, I'll have to have a message at the app team. <laughs> I gotta go, you guys. Okay. Um, what did we learn today? What did we learn today? You're still here. Yay. Pat yourself on the back. Huge. Um, if you are, even if you're not frustrated, if you're frustrated or not frustrated, just want to know that you're doing everything and how to maximize your efforts, reach out, reach out with the team. We're happy to help. We're not going anywhere. We're still around for the next two weeks. Really level up with personalizing the plan. Be all in. Just like do, do, be in be in, be in, uh, to the, to a level that you can be in. And if you can't be all in, recognize where you are at and what works for you, not just what to eat and when, but the cadence and the things that you are doing. Maybe you're at max capacity and you can only do the basic. That is, that'll work. That'll work. Right. So take time for that. Um, I hope you join me later today. I'm looking forward to our conversation at four. We spill the tea with Christy, uh, and Patty. That's going to be uh, a great conversation. No doubt. Uh, tomorrow, the tweak this week, Kim and I are going to break it down for you. Um, and then, uh, Thursday, uh, I will not be here because I'm going to be accepting that award, uh, for Canada's top 100 most powerful women. 
Um, and so what we've done in its place is I pre-recorded a podcast with Ruth Kane, which is so interesting. So I highly suggest. Uh, also, Dr. Dina Kara Schaefer is joining us tomorrow. So we we have a lot going. My whole point is we got a lot going on. <laughs> We're hardly done. So stick around, stick with us, ask all the questions that you need. Have an amazing day, everyone. And I will uh, check in later. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.